At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. I'm Danielle Avari here at the VEASAN studio inside the South Point Sportsbook with Matt Eumanns today and Wes Reynolds. The PGA Championship kicked off today, or rather teed off. Uh, Earlier this week, we talked about our new issue of Point Spread Weekly. In that issue, Brady Cannon, one of our golf experts here, mentioned that the last time the PGA Championship was held at this course, seven of the top ten players on the leaderboard were European. But right now, three Americans sit atop the leaderboard. Keegan Bradley, Brooks Kepka, and Aaron Wise, all three under, finished with their round. Victor Hovland also there. Uh, Corey Connors, three under through 13, and Brandon Grace also three under through 11. Matt, how are your bets looking so far? Not so hot. Uh, but, you know, again, one. we're talking about round one. And yeah. last night, the Warriors led the Lakers by 13 points at halftime, too. How'd that turn out? You know, so it's a long way to go. Uh, who's your, who's like your LeBron of golfers, then? Who's going to be the comeback for you? I think the LeBron <laughs> of golfers today would be um, Sam Burns. Oh, yeah. Because he, uh, okay. he got injured and quit, right? <laughs> Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Wes? He did. did. he get poked he, in the uh, eye? LeBron didn't quit last night, but uh, he okay. did go down with an injury that looked like it might be life-threatening. Uh, but <laughs> so far today, uh, I think the biggest disappointments on the course have mm-hmm. been Adam Scott. He's mm-hmm. been an embarrassment. I said after the Masters, I'm never going to bet this guy again. And then when you see triple-digit odds, the highest you've ever seen on Adam Scott, ah, I can't resist. I bet him one more time. Bad move. Uh, one of the worst players on the course today is Adam Scott. He might finish last. Um, Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas also yeah. flops. I don't have Rory, but I do have JT. So, 
You know, but those guys also have a chance to come back tomorrow, maybe shoot a 68 or 69 and get right back into it. Uh, but so far, uh, not so hot for uh, my PGA bets. Well, for me, Roy McIlroy, we have our golf draft on primetime action where we pick five bets. And one of mine was Roy McIlroy to have mm-hmm. the best single round at 16 to one. So uh, I hope that he does have to play some comeback because maybe that'll inspire a really good round tomorrow. You Wes, know, how are your bets? Wes will probably remember this. And I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but I think when Rory won this tournament at mm-hmm. Kiwa Island in 2012, he was three over par in the first round and came back in the second round and shot a 67. Is that wow. right? Yeah, he finished 13. Yeah under won yeah. the uh, PGA championship in 2012 by wow. eight shots. So potential always You're for a comeback. We, a well, we've seen yeah. that with Rory before where he has a balloon in the first round, then the second day he shoots 65. So we'll see if that's in the cards. Uh, as for me, looking okay, at least so far, got Victor Hovland with a share of the lead, had him at 33 to one pre-tournament. He was a popular pick though, closed in the low twenties range. So, so far, all my guys, none of them over par so far today, but obviously when three under the leader there's still a lot of guys left in this tournament a couple guys on the course now at three under tied for the lead as well Corey Connors through 13 and Brandon Grace through 11. Well, we'll keep an eye on that as we move through the show and obviously talk about it a little bit later on. But we also have more NBA play in action going on tonight. The Pacers at the Wizards. Wizards, a three and a half point favorite. Total sitting around 238 and a half. It was 237 just a little bit ago. That game at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Winner advances to play the number one seed. That's the Sixers. Loser misses playoffs. Which side do you like here tonight, Matt? I don't like either side. I'm, I'm going to let Wes uh, go ahead and analyze this team. Karis Levert out for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they were very impressive, dropping 144 points on Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, the Wizards were a popular dog in that game against the uh, Celtics a couple nights ago, and they got blown out. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal's not quite himself, so... I'm not really sure what to make of this matchup. Wes, what's your uh, what's your take? Yeah, I haven't done anything with it yet either. Kind of think the price is a little high. Now we're seeing some fours on Washington, mm-hmm. really. And they were the hot team, of course, coming into the playoffs. But the Pacers shot the lights out and absolutely blew out Charlotte. So it's kind of like, okay, save some for Thursday, guys. And I don't know <laughs> if they really saved enough. But I think the price is a little bit high. Obviously, as Matt said, public kind of backed Washington. Boston got there as a small mm-hmm. home favorite. So the winner is going to go ahead and advance and finally get into that eight spot, really, going against the Philadelphia 76ers in the first round starting this weekend. I haven't really done anything here. Seeing the number get bet to the under a little bit gives me pause because these two are not the best defenses, but now this is a loser-leave-town match, and kind of as we saw last night with the Spurs and the Grizzlies, that total died. It was 196. It went way under the total. Now, better defensive teams than you're going to see tonight, so small lean to the under, but no action as of yet for me. So we're expecting a lot of scoring in this game is what you're saying? So far this season between these two teams, these have been over machines in Mm -hmm. these games. All right, so something to consider when looking at those points prop. Westbrook's prop right now, 25 and a half. He's averaging 22 and a half. Stick with us. We have a lot more to discuss right here on My Guys in the Desert.
Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. Danielle Avari here in the VEASAN studio with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. Great lineup of guests for us. Coming up, we have John Simone, professional sports better. Of course, it's Thursday, so we'll head over to the Circus Studio at the top of the next hour to talk to Derek Stevens and Mike Palm. We'll also have Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet on and Lou Finacaro, one of our PointsBet weekly contributors. All right, Danielle, you are the hottest handicapper of VEASAN right now. <laughs> Is that right? I was talking with Vinny Maiulo about this this morning. You swept the board in the uh, WNBA last night. You gave out your best bets on the lucky. show yesterday. Did you get lucky? Those were easy winners. Well, you know I made those before winners. I found out the Candace Parker news, and I was just even on a better, wing and a prayer. So your handicapping was even better. <laughs> He's, uh, uh, the thought. DVT of the WNBA, right? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. 4 0 yesterday in the WNBA. Maybe I'll be our senior WNBA analyst one day when I'm old enough. I Make think. sure they put some extra on that check if they give you that title, though. <laughs> I think you could probably uh, take that title now. Yeah. Do you have best bets for today? Don't uh, give them away now. Do you have? There's best? only one game, and I did bet on it. It's the Storm versus the Lynx. That one starts right. at 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll talk to you about that later in the show. Nice job yesterday. Thank going you. Going 4-0 in the WNBA. I tracked your plays last night. I said, this, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Played out well, yeah. Yeah, good start to the season for you. All right, Wes, let's talk NBA. Mm-hmm. And start with the Lakers last night. They got a little bit lucky. I thought they got some breaks from the officials. And LeBron hit the, uh, we call it the longest game-winning shot of his career mm-hmm. last night with uh, Stephen Curry in his face from 34 feet away. Uh, a lot of things had to go right in the second half for the Lakers to come back and get that victory over the Warriors 103-100. The best bet in this game was under the total. It dropped from around 222 to 217. And uh, that was a nuts under LeBron James. Go ahead, shot a 34 footer, his longest make of the season, longest go ahead shot in the final three minutes of a game in his career, which includes regular season playoffs and the play in tournament. Uh, so LeBron, um, I think, was auditioning for a role on the not so young and the restless last night. LeBron with the, some Street, of his, Matt, yeah, with his dramatic acting uh, during the game, but. You gotta give him credit for the big shot he hit. That's the best acting since uh, Meryl Streep, Daniel Day Lewis, all these Oscar winners, and Steph Curry was giving him the business a little bit, like get the you know what out of here after the game. But nevertheless, he hit the shot. You gotta give him the credit. But of course, LeBron saying after the finger to the eye that he got from Draymond Green, he said he was literally seeing three rims out there. So I shot for the middle one. So a little bit of drama. I uh-huh. think he he is putting on that moment, and the Definitely fact that they had to up. the fact that they had to review that foul by the way I mean it was a hard foul it's the playoffs it's big boy basketball the NBA you and I grew up watching in the 1980s and the 1990s that was like harmless that was nothing I mean you know you had to like literally punch a guy in the back of the head to get a foul call back then but this is a different game so it was obviously a foul but not a flagrant foul so LeBron give him credit he hit the shot in the big moment yeah he played it up, too. He did. After Draymond's finger to the eye, I he was did. literally seeing three rims out there. I just shot for the middle one. Okay, LeBron, <laughs> uh, we'll take your word for it. Well, uh, he is now in the entertainment business. He's an entertainment mogul now, so obviously accentuating the drama of the moment. But nevertheless, Lakers move on. They'll face Phoenix on the weekend. Yeah, we're going to talk about that series price in a minute. There's been uh, some drama with that. Uh, Mitch Moss tweeted last night when Stephen Curry had that, um, let's say, <clears throat> boring first half before he hit the buzzer beater. Uh, right before the half, Curry was uh, kind of quiet last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch tweeted, uh, 
You're bleeping kidding me. Somehow Stephen Curry squeezed 15 points out of the first half after that buzzer beater. Can't wait to see how I lose under 36 and a half. And when I saw that tweet, because I actually (laughs) bet the same thing on the under prop, hit Uh the prop in the first game, didn't hit it in the second game. I had under 36 and a half points. I I felt I lost too much value on the game total. So I was like, you know what? Let me handicap this a different way. Let me go under 36 and a half. Curry, I think against the Lakers, it was like 23 and a half or 24 points. He had averaged in the three regular season meetings. So I thought, okay, Frank Vogel, very good defensive coach. He's going to throw a lot of different defenders, going to throw LeBron at him, going to throw THT at him, Schroeder, who had a very rough night last night, and also Alex Caruso. So he's going to throw all these different defenders against him, and somehow, some way, he gets 37, and that makes the under 36.5 a loser. Yeah, the Chris Andrews put up the prop here at the South Point yesterday, too. 36 and a half, and Curry lands on 37. How about the Warriors uh, kind of blowing the game at the end, too? Um, lead by three late and get outscored, what, eight to two at the end of the game? And yeah, Steve and Kerr doesn't get a timeout in the final 10 seconds. They don't get off a shot. And that call to Draymond got called for that moving screen that down was, the stretch yeah. there, which I, I thought said, was. Uh, the Lakers got some. It was a questionable call, they to got say some the breaks least. from the officials. No surprise, right? Yeah, you, you would figure. So the Lakers move on. They'll get the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Phoenix Suns getting some support early on that series price. We'll get to that later. First couple of uh, tweets I wanted to jump to. Uh, Dan Wetzel and Rich Eisen last night. Rich Eisen called that the greatest game in NBA play-in tournament history. Well, I, I'd say with the sample size of four games, it absolutely was the greatest game in NBA play-in yeah, tournament was, history. I it was very, actually a funny comment. It was by far the greatest game in play-in yes. tournament history. Dan you mean that uh, Hornets-Pacers game on Tuesday night didn't float your boat, man? Nah, I don't think the uh, Spurs-Grizzlies is going to top it either. Uh, Warriors-Lakers <laughs> did live up to the hype last night, and uh, LeBron James uh, had some uh, dramatic acting at the end. You wonder what LeBron would be like in a street fight, because when he gets tapped in a game or he just gets hit in a game, he just roll, falls to the floor and rolls around like he's been <laughs> shot by a sniper. He he, he'd shot? be a good professional wrestler, he Matt. Would, He's yeah, a good he bumper. You're he right can, about that. He, he, would he be. can really bump on the ground like with the best of them. I'm like sure he'd be much of a fighter or a football player. Professional wrestling would be his thing. I think you're right. Absolutely. Let's look at the Dan Wetzel tweet about uh, LeBron. Great accomplishment by uh, LeBron last night. About three by LeBron was ridiculous, especially since he had just survived a near-death experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was bumping on that mat like he was Shawn Michaels or something, uh, just uh, flopping all over the place. But nevertheless, got to give him credit. He did hit the three in the big moment. I know a lot of the hot take national media that don't like the guy. I'm pretty ambivalent on the guy personally. But he hit the three when he had to, and they move on. I don't dislike LeBron. It's just, come on. With, uh, we've, I seen know. The, we've seen this dramatic acting too many times. I don't dislike him. He can get a little tedious at times, though. I will admit that. He kind of reminds you of a fake tough guy, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when you get hit and you go down like that. And Hold just me roll back. Around. Hold oh, me man. back. Come on. Come on. Anyway, just two things last night I thought were really key in that game. One was when Frank Vogel finally made the move to put Andre Drummond on the bench. Yes. Move Anthony Davis to the five <laughs> spot. Anthony Davis was so soft in the first half last night it was sickening. And it started with his first shot of the game, which was a 17-foot uh, turnaround fadeaway with Draymond in his face and barely hit the rim. Anthony Davis was terrible in the first half. He was better in the second half with uh, Drummond off the floor, moved to the five spot. And that was a key for the Lakers to open things up offensively. And then the fact that the Lakers double-teamed Curry so much last night, and he still got his points. Mm-hmm. He knew he was going to get his shots and his points. 
the question was how many other Warriors could hit their open shots when you double Curry, and I thought they did a pretty good job. To your point on Anthony Davis, I want to cycle back to that really quickly. When he was playing the four and they had Drummond at the five, Anthony Davis played about 20 and a half minutes for the game at power forward. Three points, two of 12 shooting, minus three, plus minus. Then when they moved in the center, when they got Drummond out of there, played 21 and a half minutes, AD at the five spot, 22 points, eight of 12 uh, from shooting, and plus six on the plus minus. So it's kind of like what we all knew. Andre Drummond, basically what he was doing is he was getting in the way on offense. Yeah. It's like he's cutting off his own team's passing lanes. Mm-hmm. So finally, you were able to get AD down there who's a little bit more mobile, has more moves. He obviously can step out and shoot, so they have to bring a big out to guard him. So, very good move finally when they were doing that. And then also Frank Vogel had to make a move, put uh, Wes Matthews in at the end of the game instead of Dennis Schroeder, who was really well, struggling on both ends last night. Schroeder somehow in the plus-minus last night was like, did you see that yeah. on the box? What was he? Minus 16 or minus 20? Yeah, and what is he you want like a hundred million dollar deal? I don't, I don't think you're going to get it from Genie. ESPN stats and info pointed out uh, Curry last night was double teamed 16 times, 11 times in the second half. The Lakers forced five turnovers on those plays, four of which came in the second half, including the final play of the game. So uh, their defense. Uh, locked down on Curry late in the game last night, and uh, I think the offensive adjustment to go to Anthony Davis at the five and take Drummond out of the game was big to help the Lakers uh, come back and win by three. It was underdog and under last night in um, the biggest game of the NBA play-in tournament. And I, I was at circle last night for the end of the game. Judging by the reactions of the crowd, there was a lot of betting action on that last mm-hmm. night. Everybody we talked to, all the bookmakers we talked to, said there was a ton of action. So right, that one lived up to the hype. How about the Lakers Sun series? Uh, David Beerman of ESPN tweeted this is the first time in at least 30 years a seven seed has been favored over a two. Wes, last night I saw on Twitter that William Hill opened the Lakers minus 300 in the series against the Suns. I find out this morning from Jeff Sherman at the Westgate Superbook that that was not an actual line you could bet. I think mm-hmm. that was just thrown out there to the media. Mm-hmm. This morning it actually opened Suns minus 130. And now we're seeing Lakers minus 140, minus 150. Right. And I think that's more in line. I saw some uh, some guesses of what the series price was going to be. And I was seeing a lot of like Lakers minus 225, Lakers minus 250. Let's not forget this Suns team was in contention for the number one seed until the final week of the season. And while they don't have the MVP, probably the best leader in the NBA has been Chris Paul. And you have to give him that kind of credit. He has made an absolute difference with this team. This team plays organized because Chris Paul is a veteran and knows how this game is played, knows how to pace a game and really control the pace. Like when you see Chris Paul bringing the ball up the floor, he's not in any hurry. He doesn't work by the hour, so he is very he is very slow getting across the 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 uh, midcourt line, gets them in in their offense, and gets the what does Raftery say? Gets the puppies organized, so to speak, and that's what he does. And I think he's had a good influence on Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. So seeing some money at least early come in on the Phoenix Suns here. I have not bet this series price yet. I fully expect that the Lakers are going to get some support at such a small number, especially seeing as low as. 140 in the market. I think Station Casinos and also Westgate Superbook, the largest in the market now at minus 150. Yeah, we're seeing DraftKings, Lakers minus 190. Uh, you see the series prices up there on the screen. Wes, uh, we'll talk about those later. Quick take on the next two uh, play-in tournament games. 
And if uh, you lean either way, Danielle, ask us about the Pacers and the Wizards at the top of the show with the Wizards three and a half or four point favorites. DraftKings has four, circa three and a half, total of two thirty eight and a half. I don't have a play on that game tonight, do you? I do not as of yet either. I'm kind of going to go back and forth and look at it a little bit more. Do I really want to hold my nose, which is what I'm going to have to do if I like the under here in this spot, considering how porous these defenses are, but... I still think four is probably a little high, but you do kind of have a concern that the Pacers might have, you know, didn't save enough for tonight because they were making everything. That was a blowout from the absolute opening tip from the get-go. And now you still have Karis LeVert out. Sabonis is going to go. Malcolm Brogdon's had that hamstring injury, so who knows if he's going to go. Lineups have not been announced yet. The tip-off is a little over three hours away. Washington certainly has been the hotter team, but I think the market has caught up with them on the price. All right, Grizzlies at Golden State on uh, Friday night, and Warriors open three and a half or four at a couple of spots, total 221. Are you a little bit concerned about the Warriors because they kind of gave the Lakers their Mm -hmm. best shot last Mm -hmm. night and came up short and blew the game? Absolutely, Uh, and I would lean Grizzlies. I have not bet this yet. There are some fours now out there at the market. Bet MGM, I see a four out there, a couple other faraway places right now, but basically three and a half on market average. 221, the total... I played the under on Sunday. Now, that under on Sunday was like 227, so it's already been taken down to 221 because I think the odds makers know now this is a loser-leave-town match. The loser's season's going to end, and the winner's going to go into the playoffs as in the eighth spot. So you've already seen it bet down. I would still kind of lean that way on the under because we kind of saw this game on Sunday, and it was the regular season finale. Memphis was down the whole game, and then they came back and took the lead. I think about four minutes left to go. I may be off on the time a little bit. And then the Warriors went on a 13 to nothing run, and Steph Curry just kind of did what Steph Curry does, which is carry that team on his back and onward to a fairly easy victory when you look at the final score. But I do kind of wonder if there is a little bit of a hangover for the Warriors. So maybe one way that you can look at that, if you believe in that theory, would be to take the Memphis Grizzlies in the first half, which mm-hmm. if, if the line is four, it's pretty much going to be two, maybe one and a half. That's what it would be that maybe Memphis carries that momentum, at least for the first 24 minutes. Yeah, the Warriors came out hot last night, hitting from three, even though Curry got off to a slow start. And you felt like uh, that was about as well as they could play early in that game with uh, Stephen Curry not doing a lot. And uh, you wonder if um, <laughs> you wonder if they're going to be able to bring that same type of A game into the next game against the the Grizzlies. I I would tend to think you're not going to see such a hot start from the Warriors in the next game. Anyway, we'll talk about that and uh, the NBA a lot more. Quick update here on the golf. The PGA uh, right now in the middle of the first round or the latter stages of the uh, first round, we have a five-way tie for first at three under par. Keegan Bradley, Victor Hovland, Brooks Kepka, Aaron Wise, and Corey Connors. And I know you have Victor Hovland, so you're happy about that. I am, and Corey Connors still on the course at three under par. Corey Connors has gained almost four strokes putting today. And if you know anything about Corey Connors, approach game is outstanding, very good ball striker, and can't putt worth a lick. But he is putting worth a lick absolutely today, just under four strokes gained putting. So a lot of guys in this, and even seeing old man Patrick Harrington just rolls in a birdie. He is now just one back, two under par. So the lead probably is going to be three or four under it the end of the day I right, the biggest embarrassment on the course today was Adam Scott uh, he was six over par he tripled the first hole I was watching this morning I saw him triple I turned it off and I went to sleep woke up and uh, Adam Scott was out of it already 
Uh, also, Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas, big disappointments at three over. But it's one round in. Those guys are not out of it yet. And uh, we'll talk about that and a lot more. We come back. Is there really another no-hitter in baseball last night? you got to be kidding. Happens every night now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Now back to my guys in the desert with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. All right, Wes. Corey Kluber last uh, season pitched one inning for the Texas Rangers. Went back to Arlington last night and pitched nine hitless innings. Uh, the Yankees... Get their first no-hitter since 1999. Corey Kluber no-hits the Rangers. And uh, this is getting absurd. We're having a no-hitter, it seems like, on a nightly basis. Back-to-back nights. I believe uh, I saw on Twitter, I think it was from Jeff Davis, uh, one of the odds makers down at Circa Sports, who is our guest on Long Shots this week, <laughs> said... It's basically a wet sponge that is being thrown in Major baseball. League Baseball right now. And Corey Kluber, uh, nine innings pitch, nine strikeouts. By the way, that is the first no-hitter for the New York Yankees franchise and organization since the David Cohn perfect game of 1999. So now we have six no-hitters, including on back-to-back nights, and actually seven if you want to count Mad Bum in that seven-inning game for Arizona against Atlanta on April 25th. Most in any modern era season is seven. And I believe that's been matched four times last time in 2015. But when I was watching the interview last night, it's like even the players are so subdued. There was a little celebration, but they were showing Corey Kluber in the interview, I believe, on MLB Network last night. And just another ho-hum day in the office. No emotion. Didn't even crack a smile. It's like, man, I, you know, I feel like the accomplishment's not great anymore because everybody's doing it. You really you kind of get that sense, right? It used to be a big deal when somebody's working on a no-hitter, and I heard it last night, you know, Kluber was into the seventh inning. I was like, yeah, who cares? Joe Musgrove, Carlos Rodon, John Means, Wade Miley, Spencer Turnbull, Corey Kluber. at six no-hitters. I count Mad Bum's no-hitter. Let's say seven. Mm-hmm. Seven no-hitters in baseball, and we're still in the middle of May. Uh, that's, that's pretty insane, actually. And um, three teams have been no-hit uh, twice. Rangers... Indians and Mariners, each of those teams now have been no-hit twice. And it almost happened a third time for the Mariners. Remember, I believe uh, a week ago tonight, Zach Plesak had a no-hitter yeah. late into the eighth inning out there in Seattle for the Mariners before that got broken up. So, yeah, it, it, and it's unfortunate because that isn't an accomplishment, but now you're seeing it, and you're not necessarily seeing the elite guys do it either. It's not like it's Max Scherzer or Corey Kluber, I still would consider an elite pitcher, but it's not like it's Scherzer or Shane Bieber or Trevor Bauer, one of really the top pitchers in the league, you got some middle guys like John Means. Now, Means has been very good this year, but when Wade Miley is throwing no-hitters, you know that there's at least a little bit of an issue that they're throwing those wet sponges. Yes. You know, Greg Maddox never threw a no-hitter. That's hard to believe because he was one, at least in the modern era, I can't go all the way back, but one of the best pitch locators ever in the history of the game. I I won 300 and 50-plus games in his career. Never had a no-hitter, but he had a handful of one-hitters, but never a no-hitter. We've had seven, if you count Mad Bum, early in the baseball season. Shohei Otani hype was off the hook, and uh, Josh Applebaum was in here yesterday. And we, uh, <clears throat> Wes, you talked about this angle, too. You want to buy bad news, sell on good news, and a lot of times you want to sell on teams or players that are overhyped. And Otani, although he's been great and he deserves the hype, it had become – uh, to the point where it was a little bit over the top, and you had a feeling that he was going to be back to reality, and that was the case with Otani last night. He doesn't make it through five. It's not like he pitched terribly. Four and two-thirds innings uh, before he's pulled from the game last night. He goes one for three at the plate, but the Angels lose again. 
And uh, Angels now six games under 500, and it's going to get ugly for this team, it appears, with Mike Trout out for the next six to eight weeks. Yeah, they're going to really have to find some kind of way to play some good baseball. They currently are today, by the way, in progress. Four to one, bottom of the fifth over the Minnesota Twins. So, look, the Minnesota Twins might yeah. be the elixir that a struggling team needs because they're struggling in their own right at 14 and 27, the most disappointing team in all of Major League Baseball this season. All right, we have a new leader in the PGA. We just talked about Corey Connors and how he's not known as a uh, great putter. What do he do? Yeah, it's the Corey and Corey show. We just talked about Kluber, like uh, Corey Feldman yeah. and Corey Haim back in the 1980s. Well, now let's go to Corey Connors down here at Kiwa Island. Four under par through 15 holes, and we were watching that over the break. Made a 52-foot bomb oh, to go ahead and take the lead. Corey Connors, by the way, let me look at my updated uh, strokes gain stats. Gaining three and a half strokes now with the putter, and actually that hasn't been updated, so he's probably over four right now considering that putt he just made. That's the week part that of his game from, uh, off the green by yes the way. yes uh 52 feet and gets it right in the hole so now he is the solo leader Corey connor's four under par our producer today ben wilson's got a ticket on uh, Corey connor's at 80 to one our guest in the first hour john d simone has also bet Corey connor's in this tournament quick break west we come back we'll talk more baseball I'm Danielle Alvari. The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all of the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all of the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Now back to my guys in the desert with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. All right, Wes. Cameron Smith gets the two under. Will Zalatoris sinks a putt to get to two under. So we got some guys uh, moving here in the afternoon. From what you've seen in the PGA, is, are the conditions a little bit easier in the afternoon, or is that not the case? It just kind of seems that way for me, but I have not done a study of uh, the scores in the afternoon compared to the early tee times. Well, when you look at who were the four tied leaders, they had all finished in the morning session with Bradley, Victor Hovland, Brooks Kepka, Aaron Wise, now Corey Connors, your sole leader. And you mentioned Willie Z. That's another one of mine I have at 65-1. to 1. Cameron Smith, who I know you bet, the, uh, the mullet man from Australia. Yep. When you look at the stats with Cameron Smith, he doesn't really do one thing well, but he kind of combines them all right. to be a very good performer, especially in big events like majors. All right, let's go to baseball. We promised we have to deliver, Wes. We have a couple, we have a few finals. Actually, now four finals in baseball today. The Rays roll over the Orioles 10 to 1. 
The Giants crush your Reds, Wes, 19-4. to I guess the over was a good bet. It Cincinnati. was, and Johnny Cueto uh, goes ahead and beats his old mates yeah. yet again. Uh, Tyler Malley only made it out of two innings, seven hits, seven earned runs. So uh, balls were flying out at GABP, as they usually do, especially in the summertime. So San Francisco Giants, boy, uh, I don't want to say they were a, they've been a surprise. I think they thought, okay, this could be a solid team, but mm. now 28-16 and 16 on the season. Giants were plus 134 at the South Point today. The total total that game is eight and a half, and it was I think it was ten to one. First time I checked the score, nineteen to four. The final Giants roll the Reds. Like I said, the Rays rolled the Orioles ten to one. Four home runs for the Giants today. I think they were like mm-hmm. second in the National League coming in. They might be leading it now. Giants have been impressive at the top of the National League West, uh, right there with the Padres. Uh, Dodgers have had a good week as well. The Yankees. Off that no-hitter yesterday by uh, Corey Kluber, get a pretty good start today from Domingo Herman, and uh, the Yankees beat the Rangers 2-0. Rangers get six hits today, but they get shut out, and uh, not a lot of offense from the Yankees the past two days, but enough for them to win a pair of games 2-0. Yeah, and you can really tell the difference, I think, between the Rangers. I think people are still used to them in that old ballpark at Arlington when the balls really flew out of the yard, but it's more of a pitcher's park now, and you're right, the Yankees now with Stanton back on the injured list. The guy that's really had to be carrying them was Aaron Judge, who came off the bench uh, uh, replacing Tyler Wade. Aaron Judge did have an RBI and also uh, another uh, another hit, so Judge kind of starting to get the bad going mm-hmm. for the Yankees and they're going to need some other guys. Gardner was two or three today, but they're going to need some more reinforcements going forward. Your guy, Kyle Schwarber homered today for the Nationals and uh, has returned to Wrigley Field. Not enough though. The Cubs get two homers from Ian Happ and they beat the uh, Nationals 5-2. to two. The Cubs now back to 500. Ian Happ with two home runs today for the Chicago Cubs, and that was enough to get them the 5-2 win. Cubs have kind of, they're a team that struggled at the plate so far this season, too, but now 21-21. and 21. This NL Central is very tight. Uh, the Cardinals obviously leading the Brewers, getting Yelich back, trying to get their offense going. Reds have kind of fallen off, but not totally out of it. All right, let's look at a few games in the National League. Uh, to go tonight, Marlins and Phillies in Philadelphia. Sandy Alcantara against Vince Velasquez at the South Point. Phillies minus 127, total of eight. Uh, anything you got here? I got nothing on this game. Yeah, Vinny V seems like he has gotten his walk issues under control. Phillies took game one of the series uh, behind a seven-run bottom of the eighth on Tuesday. But Philadelphia... The Marlins have kind of had their number a little bit. Philadelphia was just three and seven against these team uh, this team last season. Marlins won three one last night. Trevor Rogers goes seven and two thirds, and I kind of lean a little bit with the Marlins here because I think Alcantara his he's a better pitcher in his numbers indicate he's like three seventy four on the xFIP. But you look at Velasquez, who's been good in his last few starts, but the walk rate is still kind of high. The home run rate is still kind of high. The velocity has been a little bit down, so. Maybe Vinny V is going to regress here a little bit, and I like the Marlins as a small underdog. Marlins not getting much offense. They've got a team on base percentage of 290. That's worse than the National League. Uh, total in that game tonight is eight in Philly. Pirates and the Braves, Will Crow, Drew Smiley, and uh, Braves minus 200. The Braves have really been disappointing early in the season, uh, except for 
Ronald Acuna, mm-hmm. who's been uh, one of the best players in baseball. As you thought that he would be. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of a big number, though, for the Braves, because uh, you look at Will Crow. He's got four actually very good pitches, fastball, slider, curveball, and changeup. The command uh, with a young pitcher, and you see that most oftentimes with young pitchers, really needs some work. Uh, he's only made seven starts in the big leagues going back to last season, and 560 on the exit, although he's been better this year. But he did look really sharp in his last two outings against the Giants and the Cubs, compiling 10 strikeouts, only a pair of walks in 11 innings. So that's a small sample size, but that at least gives you some positivity on Will Crow going forward here. And like you said, with the Atlanta Braves, they're they're just not hitting. And, and I think Smiley, they're trying to see if he can stick in the rotation. I don't think they've really decided. Atlanta usually very strong at the top with Freed and Anderson, but Smiley, Morton, they're kind of trying to figure out that back half of the rotation. I did not bet this game, but my lean would be to the Pirates. I think that's kind of a big number. It is a big number for the Braves. Uh, I would not want to lay that. Okay, let's go to uh, D-backs and Dodgers. Merrill Kelly, and it looks like David Price is going to start. Is that what you see? I am. I just actually checked the screen here because they had not posted that basically all afternoon. So it is going to be David Price, who's kind of been the Dodgers, I guess, have been so deep that he's been kind of an ex officio setup man. But I wonder if he has a chance to kind of work his way into the rotation here now that Dustin May is going to be out long term. So David Price, maybe uh, maybe his days as a starter are not over. Small lean first five here, maybe with the Dodgers. And and what I like to do sometimes with those first five on favorites is go ahead and lay that half run, pay a little bit less juice. I think it's about $1.25, $1.30 here. I think maybe Price gets through the order the first two times, and that's enough to win that first five. Yeah, Price not going to go deep into the game. He's pitched 10 innings this season. He's got a whip of 1.59, but um, uh, he is going to be needed in the rotation with uh, Dustin May out for the season. couple games in progress. Quickly update the Astros on top of the A's, 5-2 in the bottom of the sixth. The A's trying to rally uh, right now, and also the Angels, like you said, all over the Twins, 7-1, top of the sixth. Phil Mickelson just strained a putt west. He's got three birdies on the back nine. He is now one under in the tournament. So, Phil... Bill the thrill. He's in contention after a really shaky start today. We're going to talk golf and more with John D. Simone next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com. And remember, you can download the free OddsTrader app right now and start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Now let's get back to my guys in the desert with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. All right, Wes, you remember John DeSimone, don't you? I know you haven't seen him in a long time. I know. It's been too long since we've seen him. You remember what he looks like? You remember his wife, Jody? I do. Okay. They're great people. I look forward to seeing them again out here sooner rather than later. Been stuck in Canada for a long time. We haven't seen John out here at the South Point. I remember when he was up here at the desk, he and his wife with uh, Brent Musburger on My Guys in the Desert. Now we have him on the phone, professional sports better from Canada. Johnny D, where have you been? <laughs> I'm locked up in Canada, guys. I'm locked up in Canada. <laughs> well, what is What is life like up there in Canada because you can't get out? I know you want to – make trips to Vegas, but you're not allowed out of the border. Uh, what's going to happen up there? When's the next time we might see you in Vegas? Um, I, I Honestly, I don't know. I mean, uh, you're asking me how, like, how life is up here. And, um, well, let's just, let's just put it like this, humans. Uh, you know, like after I, I'll tell you like a typical <laughs> day, like after I get done in, in the mornings, handicapping and betting, you know, the games, um, I then like to start my day by like, you know, going to the grocery store because it's like one of the very few businesses that are like open. Um, 
And then while I'm there, like I'll, I'll grab some bread and, and proceed to the cashier and in which Mary, who I, who I am now on a first name basis with, you know, she cashes me out. And, and then I proceed to the park in which I sit on a bench and I start to feed the birds. And, you know, I know what you guys are thinking right now. It's like, how much money does this guy spend on bread every day? Well, let me tell you, the joy on the faces of these birds make up for it. You know, like uh, when the bread is all gone and then, you know, I have to go back home because that is what you're supposed to do in a lockdown. And, you know, and then I stare at my walls and then I just wait for the games to start. And, you know, <laughs> this has been going on pretty much for the last 435 days. But very exciting news coming today. Our government is set to open outdoor activities. So maybe I will be able to golf next week. I mean, big news happened today. Well, I didn't realize that. So you haven't even been allowed to golf. I guess it's all worthwhile if you can feed bird feed breads to the bread to the birds, but you really haven't been able to golf. Yeah, so you, you can't to the birds. Wow, you can't do anything. You can't even play golf up there. I know you've been watching and betting on golf. You've been uh sports been keeping you busy in sports betting. Now it's a good news, bad news for you so far in the PGA. I think you were fading Brooks Kepka, but you were also on mm-hmm. Corey Connors, right? Yes. Yeah, I played uh I did play Corey Connors, and it's and it's funny. I played, you know, Corey Connors, Canadian too. He's, he's an elite iron player, and but he, he's been doing it today on, on the greens with his putter, which is not a strong part of his game uh, uh, by any means. Uh, I obviously don't expect uh, this to continue with his putter, but right now I like his position so far. Wes, what about Brooks Kepka has surprised you here? Because uh, Kepka missed the cut at the Masters, was not in good form at all, but today he showed up to play. Well, you look at what he did here in the first round, did gain two strokes with this putter, but gains three and a half on approach. And sometimes that's a little bit of the clunky part of his game is the iron game. Obviously very good off the tee, not only length, but accuracy. He actually lost 1.6 strokes off the tee today as Corey Connors rolls in another birdie here at 16. Now a two shot lead, five under par for the Canadian. What price did you get? What odds did you get on Corey Connors, John? Uh, 60. Sixty to one. I know there was there was some higher prices earlier on them, but I jumped in on the, at sixty. To one. All right, like I said, our producer Ben Wilson's got eighty to one on Corey Connors. He's yeah, been good. good. I, yeah, I know there was some some eighties uh, out there. Yeah, but I, I got him at 60, uh, 60 to one. And yeah, with Brookster, I mean, I think he even he went up in the sixties. I think Brooks. Um, I was seeing yesterday. I, I believe somewhere around. Did you guys see that? Um, he's pretty high up there, but. I mean, like you said, like he's missed a, the cut in his last, you know, his last two events, and he's got the knee injury. And he, he even said that, like, he'll be 100 percent healthy in six months. So, I mean, you want to put money on a guy like that? I mean, I know he's got a pedigree and all that, but Four very t- impressive what he did today. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't see that happening today with him shooting. Very impressive. Four top tens and two top fives this year so far for Corey Connors. So he has been knocking at the door, and right now he's in the yeah. door here, five under par through 16. But, uh, John, let's go to the ice real quick. We do have four series in action. Stanley Cup playoffs have been exciting so far. A lot of overtime games, a lot of competitive series. But first series on the docket tonight has been one-way traffic, and it's been the Tampa Bay Lightning in defense of their title. They get Kucherov back. They get Stamkos back. You think, okay, there's going to be a little bit of rust. 
trust has not been the case so far. So now they go back down to Tampa. 2-0 lead over the Florida Panthers, but the Panthers getting a little bit of money on the bounce back here. Now seeing some 115s, even some 120s. I think that's the highest I see in the market. Do you think the Panthers get one on the board tonight? Uh, I don't. I like I like Tampa Bay actually tonight to to go up three nothing in the series. Um, you know they they took they took two two games. I mean their the players are coming back. I, I don't have a, a play on this game tonight, but I mean I would be the the Lightning side um, if I were to make a, a play on this game. Um, Bennett is coming back from Florida after he served his suspension uh, there uh, for boarding uh, boarding Blake Coleman there. Um, he had two assists in game one, so that will provide a boost for the Panthers there. Um, it's been a very, very entertaining series so far with these two teams playing very high-caliber hockey going on. But uh, I lean the lightning side for tonight. All right, let's talk about a series that you are uh, heavily invested in here. How about Montreal and Toronto Leafs? Uh, minus $2 or so tonight, total of 5.5. Did you bet tonight's game or the series? Um, I got the – I'll tell you how I played this game. I mean, yeah, this is a team which I am um, probably the most invested in. I I have a futures ticket before the season on the Leafs at 14-1. to Um, And this year was, like, you know, different, and and we obviously never had a a year like this before with an all-Canadian division and and teams playing each other so often. And and if the regular season matters and is somewhat predictive going forward on, you know, how a team matches up with each other – well, then we had the Leafs winning seven of the ten games with the Canadians this year, and and I and I do see a, you know maybe a, a pass for the Habs in the series in which they will rely on you know the defensive side and, and they'll want to pack it in in front of Carey Price and eliminate the second chances and keep the game five on five. But speaking of Price, he, he hasn't played in a month while dealing with concussion, and and he played um, a couple periods the other day for Lavelle, their uh, their AHL team. And he let in a couple goals. And, and just yesterday uh, in practice, uh, he felt like he let, he let a soft goal in. And he was so upset that he smashed and broke his goalie stick over the goal post. So, um, and, and, you know, he's not the only player that's missed some time recently. You had Gallagher. He's missed the last 21 games. Shea Weber, the last eight. And Deneau, the, the last three games. And, and on the other side, you got the Leafs. And they're starting goalie Jack Campbell that, He's making his first career playoff start, and he went 17-3-2 and with a 9-21 save percentage. And uh, he sees the starting job from Freddie Anderson. Uh, you know, he's playing for game one. so But I, I'm curious to see how he handles the pressure being, you know, his first playoff start and the pressure playing for a team that finished first in the North Division and the pressure playing for Toronto that hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. And, and I just wonder, you know, what can happen if Campbell, you know, has a bad game tonight or maybe sometime during the series? Does, does the head coach, you know, Sheldon Keith, does he replace them with Anderson, which, you know, can cause uh, a little distraction on the team as the Leafs, they, they really like playing for Campbell. So, um, you know, and, and we also know how impressive the Leafs offense is with, you know, you got Matthews, Marner, Tavares, and Nylander, but the defense was also impressive this year. They, they shaved a, a half a goal off their team's goals against average. You know, they ranked eighth over on the league this year, and this is the first time they've been in the top ten since the 93-94 season. So, you know, you, you can say, that, you know, the Leafs, they had some bad luck and growing pains over the last few years, but I believe they built this team this year to win it all. In years past, they had, you know, they had the offensive star power, but they were lacking the grit and toughness and leadership come playoff time. 
I think they had addressed that problem by, you know, they added Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons, Zach Bogusen, and Mike Foligno. And if you needed, um, like, any indication on how, the, how they wanted to send a message on how this team is different from years past, just look at the, the season opener when Wayne Simmons dropped the gloves against these Canadians, Ben Sherrod. So I expect the, the series to be very physical, tight checking, and the Habs, you know, they leave the league in hits for 60 minutes, and I expect this to continue, but I think the Leafs will be ready for the challenge this year and win this series. So I didn't lay the minus 300 on the Leafs to win the series. I instead played them to win the North Division at minus 125. And I also played them to sweep the Canadians at plus 540, and I took them to win in five at plus 295. All right, that's the uh, Montreal-Toronto series, talking with John D. Simone, professional sports better out of Canada. Hey, we've got about a minute left or so, and uh, you've got to play on this game tonight. And uh, I like the side you're on here. So it's Vegas, Minnesota, the Wild now, minus 110 at Circus Sports, total of 5.5. How do you see the Vegas-Minnesota matchup tonight? Yeah, I mean, I like the wild side here. Um, with the humans, like you know, sometimes sometimes a team just matches up well with with others, um, with other teams, and I don't see much separation with these two teams. Uh, the Wild, they're twelve three and three versus the Golden Knights since they entered the NHL in in 2017, and and they are the Wild are six zero and two at home against them. Uh, so they never lost against them at home. They, obviously, they play them tight. The, the series has been very physical. And with these teams combined, they, I think they've combined for 237 hits in the first two games so far. And Flurry, he, he's been excellent. I mean, he's been making some highlight real saves. Um, I don't know if that's sustainable going forward. And considering how evenly matched they have been so far, I'm, I make this game a coin flip. So I grabbed a wild at home tonight. I grabbed them this morning at plus 103. All right, John, great hockey analysis. Uh, good luck with Corey Connors and the PGA at 61. Good luck getting out in the golf course up there in Canada. And Wes, <laughs> Wes can't wait to see you when you finally make it back to Vegas. Uh, I'm hoping, hoping soon, guys. I'm hoping for football season. I'm hoping. I can't believe I'm saying. <laughs> Take care, Johnny. <laughs> okay, guys. All right, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, back in a couple minutes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.